Welcome, folks, to Series Finale, the podcast, the only podcast in Boston where three Boston comics talk about a show they've never even seen. Yes. Yes. And usually... We've never seen the show. We've never seen the show. And this week, it's uh, me, Jack Burke. I'm John Paul. And this is... I'm Rob Crean. I'm taking Zach's place. That's yes. right. Forever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zach was killed. Zach in is... In a brutal Portuguese <laughs> fluffing accident. Yes. It's a Cordoniche explosion. <laughs> a bunch of Cordoniches exploded. There was there was tiny little bird bones all over the place. It was a mess. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part is the union workers that have to clean that up. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's like he's still here with us. It is. He's always with us That's in our pretty hearts cool. and in our balls. If you want to go ahead and just charge us an AC tax for being in here, <laughs> it'll be like it's really him. Yeah, it is getting hot in the Also, the shrink your penis. Studio. Shrink your penis down a little bit. <laughs> Clutch with Massachusetts. Thank you, Rob, for coming on oh, the podcast. Rob so Crean, the uh, godfather of Boston comedy. Yes. Sure. That's what I'm going to call him. also, <laughs> not your first rodeo on the series finale podcast. Yes, yeah, I've done... This is my th- uh, third episode, I think that's I think. an all-time record. Wow. That's something like that, yeah. yeah so that's congratulations. Yes, yeah, since the reboot. We will now be sending you nudes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. Not tasteful either. Spread open. <laughs> Hustler <Gross>. style. <laughs> I remember being shocked. First time, so like, I had seen Playboy, right? Yes. And it was like... They Where'd were, you see it? I think um, the priest office. Okay, come on. They wouldn't have Playboy. They were trying to fuck <laughs> well, me to keep you quiet. You oh, know? oh, right, right. Something to read while I was getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, they would have Playboy. Like my, I think my brother had a Playboy, and it was like sort of like tasteful, hot. They were not tasteful, but it, in my mind, it was like. They they weren't getting like fucked or anything. They're like tacky rather than gross. Yes, <laughs> and then I saw my cousins had a hustler, and I was like shocked. It was like they like yeah. spread their vaginas open and like stuck like a soccer ball in there. And I, I was was that the Pele issue? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it was the Hope Solo issue. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I remember being pretty shocked. Yeah. We, did you have a Hustler subscription? You're like, you, you guys are old enough to maybe have had subscriptions to Nudie Bags. <laughs> Uh, no, I never had a subscription, but I have owned them in the past. I yeah. bought some. For real, yeah, for real. I did. I bought some in the past. Yeah. What ones? And, uh, I can't remember. Probably like, probably like something with gay in it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I had some that I f- the, like that I got in the traditional way that uh, kids in the eighties and nineties got them. Where is the it? woods, the woods, and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, but then I, I don't think I ever bought any porn magazines that weren't for like comedy purposes, like for a sketch or something. Oh, okay. There was we shot this one sketch where we got uh, we bought a hustler and then we changed the cover so it said Hitler and then we drew a Hitler mustache <laughs> on every single like we didn't have to do this but we went through the magazine and we drew a Hitler mustache on every single person in that's hilarious you know what been a really good gag take it back to the store and be like what's up with this magazine uh, is this what you guys are selling here Hitler magazine very offensive yeah, did, 
I think a big part of why we did it too is that my roommate Shakir really wanted to just keep the magazine afterwards, and we were like, "Okay, you can have it." And then we just, you know, did you to. do the Hitler mustache up top and one down below? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's from the round of the turn of the century, so I think they probably already had that down below. <laughs> you know, was, that was the fashion at the time. So the show we're doing this week is uh, Limitless. Yes. We watched Limitless. This is a TV adaptation of a movie that came out in 2011. And this movie is in a category of films that I like to think of as a special category. Independent films that are good, but people think they're insanely great. I put okay. the, I put Limitless in the same category as like Donnie Darko, Butterfly Effect, Butterfly Effect, uh. <laughs> Black Hawk Down, Passion of the Christ, all good movies, but people right. really like think they're like masterpieces. And I put Limitless right in there. You guys you ever think? seen? It? Have you guys I mean, ever seen it? No. I, I watch a little bit of it on an airplane. People love it, and I was falling asleep during it, so I didn't really get the full <laughs> effect. But uh, yeah, people do love it when it came out. They're like, "Have you seen Limitless?" Bradley Cooper. This the is main guy. sort of his big foray into yeah. stardom, leading role. This is he before was, he won all the Oscars. He's won two Oscars, right? I think so. Did he win for so. American Sniper? Uh, no, I don't think that was one. Of those. Damn Kyle. it. You know who won? It was the little baby doll one, that one. That, <laughs> oh. that was the real start break out of that movie. Did you, guys, did you see Chris, Did you see that scene? I, I loved American Sniper, and yeah. then um, people told me that I shouldn't love it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess it's not that good. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty good yeah. when I first saw it. You love the message more than anything else. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I didn't see it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just. They, he shoots a lot of um, infidels. Oh. No, right? no, no. No. Other way around. <laughs> right, right, right. I guess he'd be Strike the Strike that. Reverse it. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's about a man. Well, let me do the broad strokes breakdown of American, American Sniper. Yeah. Okay, yes. Chris Kyle, legend, god, hero. <laughs> <laughs> he. It's his story and how he saved America from poor people, basically. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, and he just shot. And there's a scene where he's got a baby in his hand, and it's obviously a doll, and he's like shaking it almost. He's like, why, baby, why? <laughs> and then it's like, it's so obvious that it's a doll that you actually, when I saw the movie, I said to the person next to me, is that a doll? Because <laughs> didn't they like run out of it or something? I heard that, yeah, that they had a baby that they were going to use for the scene, but it got sick, and the backup also didn't show. So then... Uh, Clint Eastwood was like, fuck it, we'll just do it live. We'll just do it with a doll. Who gives a fuck? Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It was still a great movie. Next to That just makes it seem like his PTSD is really bad, right? That he doesn't <laughs> can't differentiate between a doll and his baby. That's a good point. Yes, yes. <laughs> that really sort of uh, really accentuated. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, yeah, go ahead. Well, Limitless, so they made Limitless into a TV show. Do you guys think that they could do the same thing with American Sniper? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I what think so. Oh my God. I think it would be very similar to this show. You take the premise <laughs> and you just sort of squeeze it into a police procedural. Chris Kyle <laughs> is now no. the American DC Sniper. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and he helps uh, the D.C. police department solve crimes by at, a, at extreme distances. <laughs> he, but <laughs> Over 10 football they fields. They bring him in to take down the actual D.C. sniper. Ooh. And he can't, nobody can figure it out. <laughs> that chair is a little fucked up, Rob. <laughs> There's another chair. Sorry. And, um, we'll be all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, dude. Uh, but, okay. This this okay. how how the new American sniper starts okay, off. Okay, yes. He go so famously Chris Kyle was shot at the gun range by a guy that he was taking out to the gun range. Yeah, like and, a fan uh, of his, right? Yeah, well he so like a dime bag Daryl situation. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he was is this how he died? Yeah, Chris yeah. Kyle, he he after he got off duty or whatever, he like 
his P- t- he would take other guys who were suffering from PTSD out to the gun range and like that's how they would sort of get through their problems, right? And in the real life, one of the guys ended up murdering them at the gun range. Yeah. But in the TV show, he pulls the gun on them oh. before they get it. <laughs> <laughs> bow, bow. Very respectful alternate history where Chris Kyle gets the upper hand and then he goes off and he has to fight the new DC snipers. DC, the DC snipers escape from prison. And he has to, it's a battle, it's a sniper battle. Wow. I, I just think people don't, I don't think people like the DC snipers as much as they like the Marvel snipers, I think. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I apologize for that. No, I, that was fun. The DC sniper is so gritty, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Joyless. <laughs> so, this, yeah, this show has Bradley Cooper in it. No, it doesn't have Bradley It's some Cooper. other guy. Some other guy. But it does have the chick from Dexter in it. That's who that is. Yes. Rebecca. Rebecca, Oh. Yes. Oh, Dexter, hell and she yeah. She plays a very similar role where she's uh very hot. Yeah, she's very hot and she is like second in command as a police officer. She's a second fiddle. Yeah. She's a cop, but she's not the star of the show. No. The no. star of the show, just like in Dexter, is a freak. Yes. Uh, hmm. And in this case, it's a freak named Brian Finch. Brian Finch is a super genius, but only when he takes a special pill called NZT that gives him super brain powers. It's like riddling on high yeah it's like extra extra riddling it's yeah. like it's like ratterall it, it, it did yeah it did seem like I, it was hard to tell how it made him smarter but it did seem like it just made him faster yeah kind of. i think it made him faster and look tired that's what it, i said he just looked exhausted <laughs> well if you guys had watched the movie to its completion you would know that in the film bradley cooper takes this special drug it allows him to uh you know, get super smart, and then he uses that intelligence to better his station in life. He starts playing the stock market. He starts making a bunch of money. He can fight for some reason when he's on NZT. <laughs> he's like an expert martial well, artist. It's like Cowboy Bebop. You can see the moves ahead of you. I so guess like, that's pew, pew. how. Or it's like the Sherlock movie with Robert Downey Jr. Right, kind of right. like that. Hmm. But uh, in that movie, w- the drug has horrific side effects. Unlike most drugs in real life, <laughs> it has bad side effects. And that is one of the things that comes up in this show is that the reason that Brian looks like shit all the time is that he's suffering from the side effects of NZT. Right. But he has to keep taking it because his girlfriend has been kidnapped by Some, like something. something. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, super uh, evil organization. Yeah. That, they, they call him the Legion of Whom. Yeah. And it they are a group of NZT. Uh, enhanced criminals it's, i guess it's very campy it's like silly yeah there know? are yeah. some bizarre things interludes in the show where we kind of go into brian's imagination yeah yeah and it really sucks it's well the, the first one when it first shows him imagining them in the volcano the super yeah. yes so the it, legion of whom it imagines yeah this like all you know these the the criminals where i guess are really just regular criminals that are on this drug but in his imagination they're super villains in a volcano it's before he's taken the drug again and so when i first was watching it i thought oh oh they just are using this scene to show how dumb he is when he doesn't <laughs> take the drug like that could like be true right, right. no because then when he's taking the drug later he has similar fantasies <laughs> it does not enhance his it's imagination not, yeah that's true yeah he's still, these scenes of like this his imagination are horrible yeah well, i thought like i think there is like a place for that like that show psych i think was like 
a good like sort of crime show that also was silly. Yeah. And I think they tr- they tried to like do the silly crime show, yes. but they like did a terrible job at doing <laughs> it. Like yeah. it was this the crime seemed like pretty intense and then like the silly was like too absurd. It was like insane. You know, because the crime was like, there's people that get shot and well, man gets pushed out of a window. <laughs> yes. You know, like, it's pretty intense. I also don't understand that Bradley Cooper becomes, like, why would NZT make you a better fighter? What What is, I've never met, like, I don't so know. So, in the movie, we're going back to the movie now, in the <laughs> movie, it gives, the NZT drug, you, it, it's like, it gives you total recall of your life. So, when Bradley Cooper gets attacked at a subway a station, he just starts remembering, basically, like, watching UFC and Bruce Lee movies, and he uh. just uses the moves that he remembers from there to, like, whip, beat up, like, six guys at a time. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it, it sounds pretty awesome. But I don't think that... It, it, I was going to say, because if it just makes you smarter, it no, would no way make you a better fighter. No. Because there's not... A, what's the average IQ in the UFC, you think? <laughs> it cannot be 250? It probably starts out higher, and then like, <laughs> as the longer you're in the sport, it, there's a decline. Yes. That's a good point. Jesus. Um, yeah. Do you guys think... You, I mean, this show operates in the premise that you can take a drug that will allow you to access 100% of your brain, which mm-hmm. is a very famous myth that you don't yeah. use all of your brain. It's is not that, true that's at all. not true? No, it's 100% not true. If they were wow. to like look for electrical activity in your brain, there's parts of it in use all the time. Whoa. Well, so, what are we using right now? I mean, well, I would say, I mean, in ours. When I said ours, I meant me and ours. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, so this show, yeah, it's got, it's like, have you ever had ADHD? Um, I, yeah, I do. I'm on, I'm on a smart drug right now. Whoa, what are you on? I'm, on? I'm on Ritalin. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Does it work? Uh, yeah, Let's I find mean, him. Let's find out if it works. Sure, I, I have some with me, maybe. <laughs> Let's snort it. Guys, should we, for this podcast, I never Dude. do this, but should we? <laughs> Wait, you never take the drug? No, I always take it, but I never give it to other people. No. Maybe you guys should. This would be against my sobriety. <laughs> oh, this is against your sobriety. I think yeah. you can't take it if, like... I don't think you can do drugs. No, I really don't think no. No, I'm, I'm going to say no as well. Right. <laughs> can you imagine how good our podcast would be, though, if we were all on Riddle? I mean, it would be worth it to get Jack breaking a sobriety <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> live. But that was a great test of it. Yeah. I was very yeah. impressed. I really want to do it. No, no, no. no. I would, we would snort it, right? Well, no, if we no, do no, do no. it, we'll, we'll do it with a shot of a booze as well. That's fair. But, well, I always do think, like, if I go... Go for it. I'm gonna tank it. You know, like, you're gonna, yeah. No. You're not gonna just sort of drift off the side road. You're gonna yeah. just jerk the yeah. wheel all the way over the Jump side. Jump right in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get trippers over here immediately. What if you could take NZT? Do you think that would be against your sobriety? No, I think that would probably be the government making sure that like I pass a test. You know, <laughs> they're, they're like they're tired of sending the short bus to bring me places, so they just want to get going with that. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> NZT. I would. I would be wicked interested in taking it though. Yeah, there's actually I forgot to look this up, but there be after the movie came out, there's a bunch of like, you know, shady pill manufacturers. They make like just like, you know, it's not like on it like Joe Rogan's thing, but like a step below that where they make like enhancement. And one of the thing there's a bunch of like fake NZT pills that are marketed as being like that that will help your brain it, power. It's literally just speed. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's what it is. That's uh it, have you do you notice a difference when you're not taking the Ritalin? 
Uh, no, I, the only difference that I, I think maybe I'm not taking a high enough dose, but the only difference that I notice is it, it helps regulate my sleep a little bit. So I, oh. feel, I don't feel any different when I take it, but then when it, when, uh, I go to sleep, uh, when it's time for me to go to sleep, I just, I go to sleep. Really? Whereas before I used to just, you might not need to do that. You could probably just play series finale podcast. Maybe <laughs> 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 all our fans say hell's with sleep. They use it as ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, uh, yeah, it's a great podcast, and if you like it, go check out the Patreon. Five dollars a month, you get a bonus episode, and Rob Crean is on one of those bonus episodes yes, where we discuss. True. What did we discuss? We watched. Uh, what, what did you, we watch? I oh, wasn't right. with you guys. Did a lot of Bill Clinton impressions. We did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot what it was, but it was a banger, though. You, you go check the archives. Yeah, go check it out. Only five dollars oh, a month, or if, just come find me. I'll get you a pirate feed. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with NZT. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say about the show? Um, it was on CBS. That's true. Um, the, or the, CBS All Access. Okay. <laughs> it's also on Netflix right now. You can go watch it if you'd like. I do not necessarily oh, recommend nice. it. Um, okay. So, actually, I do actually have a little bit of history with NZT. Uh, so, you guys have done it before as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, sure. yeah. I grew up, you know... In, I'm a I'm a millenn- I'm a millennial, yeah. so we all have right. I have experience with NZT. Like, let, me t- let me tell you about what I have when I use yeah, NZT. Why don't you tell us? Uh, a few years ago, I was a miserable person. I lived a debt filled lifestyle. <laughs> I drank and I did drugs every day at my wow. job at Taco Horrible. Bell. <laughs> Things were not only bad for me, but for my employer. Uh, the founder of Taco Bell, Alexander Graham Bell, told me that they were <laughs> getting absolutely fucked up the ass by Burger King. It would soon have to close all of their locations. Holy shit. Then one day, everything changed. UFC superstar John Jones was arrested in my Taco Bell's bathroom for doing steroids and cocaine. And after he was carted off to prison, I found a bag <laughs> full of NZT pills taped to the inside of the toilet tank. I scooped some water out of the toilet and took a pill, and it was like my brain fog was gone immediately. Oh, my God. I began to service the drive through customers at an incredible pace, as I could actually <laughs> predict what the fat shits would order by racially profiling them. Wow. I had so much spare time at Taco Bell now that I created a new entree. The Doritos Locos Taco. <laughs> it was a sensation and saved Taco Bell. Alexander Graham Bell made me a hotshot executive, and I started going with him to parties of the Hollywood elite. Famous actors were amazed when I told them I invented the Doritos Taco, and I had a threesome with Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I was on top of the world, but then it all came crashing down. Wow. Alexander Graham Bell asked me to come up with another hit entree for Taco Bell, but... <laughs> I was out of NZT. <laughs> the best snack slash fast food combo I could come up with was the Gushers Fruit Snack Burrito. It was a massive <laughs> failure, and Alexander Graham Bell shot himself, and I was fired, and John Jones was released from prison and beat me up in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> I haven't used NZT since, but that's only because whenever I blow a guy for some, he says, just kidding about the NZT when he comes. <laughs> At least I'm out of debt, and I have tasted the genitals of the Halls. <laughs> so it's a dark past. Wow. That's why I stopped doing it, because I found... You, you found the dick? <sighs> yeah. That's why, that's why I gave it up. You were using NZT to keep you from get coming out of the closet. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it makes you really smart, so you don't do dumb shit like that. <laughs> 
What about you, Rob? You you've yeah. done Ritalin, but sure. You know what about NZT? Well, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit older than you guys, um, <laughs> so my my story is it starts a little bit further back in history. But uh, my mother used to say I was her special little man. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 12, I still weighed less than two wet hens in a sack. <laughs> Had braces on my legs on account of them being as as crooked as a Democrat divorcee's penis, <laughs> <laughs> and could only speak eight words. Chocolate, Jenny, shrimp, football, and the rest were all uh, racial slurs. <laughs> it, was, it was the South in the, in the 50s, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> the school had put me in retard class, <laughs> as my vocabulary was only a third of my other Southern classmates, <laughs> until my mother gave the school principal a Catholic whisper, nice. and he put me in with the normals. Jenny was the most beautiful girl I had ever seen, but I didn't always understand her. She had a strange sense of humor. Once, after she had tricked me into giving the entire high school football team Italian kisses, (laughs) the quarterback's blindfold fell off, and he got awful mad that it turned out I wasn't Jenny. But imagine how I felt when I took off my blindfold and realized I wasn't in a magic ice cream cone forest. Anyhow... I started running so fast, my leg braces shattered into a dozen sharp shards and impaled most of the team. (laughs) And I just kept running until I made it to Greenwich Village, New York. Wow. Uh, Home of the WWE. Is it? Yeah. No, that's Greenwich. Stanford. Sorry, it's Stanford. Oh, Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Please do not interrupt (laughs) our guest. I stepped into a coffee house, and a tiny man with hair like a Davy Crockett hat asked me what my name was. I told him. But then sadly added, but most people call me that retard. (laughs) He smiled at me and said, well, my real name is Robert Zimmerman, but most people call me something else too. (laughs) I asked what, Uh, he looked at the floor, sadly, and in a low voice said, Jew faggot. (laughs) (laughs) We talked for a while about our mutual love of Woody Guthrie and protest folk in general. And he asked me if I wanted to try something. It's called NZT. It makes you smart. Now, I may not be a smart man, (laughs) but I wasn't dumb enough to turn down an opportunity like this. I took the pill. I immediately felt smarter. The world had never seemed so clear, and I knew exactly what to do. I shoved that folk skeleton puppet to the ground, swiped his whole stash, and ran out into the night. (laughs) Ten years later, I'd used my pharmaceutical brains to become the editor of The Old Gray Lady, The Washington Post. <laughs> Where I gruffly pushed back against before eventually accepting every direction of the owner and publisher. I had to question her choices as she was a woman, and yet nice. she was also a millionaire, and so ultimately was always just and right. <laughs> as we worked to topple the American presidency, <laughs> Paving the way for an America where the office held so little respect in the eyes of the constituent, they could they they would they wouldn't even allow a man in the office to get a beejer from an intern without making a big deal about it. I opened up the art section of my beloved rag and immediately saw a familiar face. What do you know? That Jewish scarecrow I met converted to Christianity. <laughs> then it hit me. Eight hours earlier, on an empty stomach, I had taken the last pill of the supply I'd swiped from that beatnik Muppet. (laughs) But before I could begin to formulate a plan, I was struck stupid. I shit my pants with such force (laughs) that feces flew out of my sleeves and pant legs. (laughs) 
painting <laughs> painting the walls and getting all in the workings of my typewriter. <laughs> a thick spray covered the windows of my office, obscuring my view of my bullpen of ace reporters. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, my publisher, Catherine K. Graham, walked in. <laughs> Looked in disgust at my shit-covered office and shouted, <laughs> this is the Washington Post, not the New York Post. Oh. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> wow. That, so you just ran out like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't you, you, did, you gave Jenny AIDS too at one point, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right. Wow. Mine is not. Okay. So when <laughs> I started using NDT, I was pretty close to perfection. <laughs> brawn looks and cock size and love making ability i was pretty street smart too but i guess some would say i was lacking in book smarts okay so once i took nzt i became the greatest man on earth at first i didn't feel much effect because was i was already close to that so i had to take triple the dose oh. <laughs> with this increase in autism i started to find baseball <laughs> More interesting than I already <laughs> did before. <laughs> NZT, I could when I took NZT, I could tell you about home before NZT. I could tell you about home runs and batting average, but after NZT, I could name every player who ever played stats and history. Wow. I ended up becoming such an aficionado that I went on ESPN and I stumped the Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> no one had ever stumped the Schwab, so they investigated me for using enhancement drugs. <laughs> They found me guilty, and Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds violently raped me with a baseball bat. <laughs> what? <laughs> As this was happening, I thought, you know what? I had a good life without NZT, so I gave up the stuff and walked into my first NZTA meeting. Oh, where nice. I, where I found, yes, where I found love and brotherhood like I never felt. It's been 15 years off the NZT, and I've never felt better. Whoa. <laughs> what a bullshit story. <laughs> bullshit. NZT is so good. Me and Rob both stopped yeah. doing it just because we can't get it yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's hard to find. Do you have some on you? I know a couple guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got to start going to these meetings. All You guys the meetings. You guys all know a few guys. <laughs> yes. That's the best part of sobriety meetings. If you want to tr- find my NZT guy, you got to come to a meeting first. All right, fair enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this show is about a pill that makes you super intelligent. Now, this is a thing I've seen in a lot of media where they try to have a guy that's super intelligent, but it's always hard to... How do you write yeah. for a guy or it's, a person that's like way more intelligent than the guy than the writer, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard when the writers are clearly pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally... Yeah. Like, the storyline in this episode is that... Um, the Canada and Greenland, <laughs> not even kidding, yeah. Canada and Greenland are disputing over an iceberg that is going to break up and then create the you Northern know what? Pass. Let's, uh, let's, you could break that that way, but why don't we have Brian Finch, the brain of NZT, break it down for us. Yes, specifically, we're interested in the Cantana ice shelf, which Canada shares with its neighbor to the east. The proud, this is what NZT will do for you. And recently fully sovereign nation of Greenland. Congrats, hard to understand the years looking is a at props. <laughs> you get a lot of props to explain it to a right normal, intelligent person. Climate change and all that. Now it's a disaster for the planet, obviously, but in the short term, it's great for business. How so? Well, once the ice shelf splits, it'll open up a new navigable waterway, the long-sought-after Northwest Passage. <gasps> Boats will have There's an alternate route to travel across the Americas. 
So shipping companies won't have to use the Panama Canal anymore? Yes, it cuts the ride from Japan to London by like 5,000 miles. It's a game changer. Billions upon billions of dollars are at stake. But there's a little bit of an argument about who the new passage belongs to. Canada says it's theirs. Greenland begs to differ. So whoever owns the rights to the waterways gets to decide the rules for how it's used. Jean-Pierre Morneau, our dead Canadian diplomat, was in town negotiating treaties for the new waterway. And the person... Damn, that's intense. Complicated, yes. very complicated. But you know what? Brian figured it out because he's on that sweet, sweet NZT. Right. But he's suffering side effects. He is. Hallucinations. He's, he's sleepy. Lose, yes, lost time. <laughs> yeah. Lost time and hallucinations, slightly more uh, intense than sleepy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's well, not he, like the tea with the bear on He's it. not even that sleepy. He's sleepy looking. Like his eyes are red, basically. He looks high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... and you know what's funny though? What do you think about a world where Greenland and Canada are like these superpowers? Yeah, well, I, a, a big part of it too is that there's a real one of the people involved was a, a really staunch Canadian nationalist. Yeah, that was is hilarious. There a huge nationalist movement in Canada <laughs> I, right now. I, there probably is. I think it's sweeping the globe, sort of. I it's feel like true, every country's got. Like, I just feel like Canadian nationalism is probably like uh, it's as good a country as any. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so that was that's the, like the main plot line, and it's very stupid. It's hard to feel engaged with it at well, all. Well, they, yeah. they this is the uh, this is the. Uh, but I think it was a safe play by the writers because you know, like twenty four, they're just like, oh, it's Arabs, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like most of these shows are going heavy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, SVU is like, oh, it's a Michael Jackson basically fucking yes. these kids, uh -huh. and this show's like, it's Greenland versus Canada. <laughs> it's very stupid. They're like, what are the most inoffensive countries? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, yes. It's a it's a bizarre it's a malicious plot between between Norway and <laughs> and Spain. And it's all got to do with global warming, which yeah. is a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I thought that that was like really boring and um but it was kind of cool he uses props i think that's sort of a thing we missed by not yeah. seeing more episodes right like it's it, like he like he had these props as if he thought that it if he just used words, a normal <laughs> intelligence person wouldn't be able to understand. Yes. So he has like this ship that he's made out of saran wrap or something. Yep. And it he has an iceberg that he mm. splits in half. It yeah. does kind of help <laughs> with like explaining because yeah. he's like show. He's like the yeah. iceberg will break in half, and he pulls it apart. I'm like, okay, I got you. I follow you. <laughs> That's what an iceberg breaking half would look like. Sure, what? Get it? What's oh, half. Oh. Oh yeah, half. Oh, I, oh right. No, I knew half. Yeah. What's the most intelligent thing you've done? Fucked up. Because uh, that's what oh, this show is all about Being oh, smart when you're fucked great, up uh, Text my ex-girlfriend <laughs> That's the smartest thing I've ever done I'm trying When to I'm think. drunk Is uh, text them Tell them uh, an alternating text That I love them And I want them to die I'm just kidding <laughs> I don't really do that but that's Disavow <laughs> Oh, oh I get redacted bro, yeah. What the hell <laughs> What about what you, Rob? I didn't I say there know. were women exes. They were all white men. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, then go get them. Yeah. They should die. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. What the most smartest thing I've ever done? Fucked up. That's a good question. I'm sure it was just coming up with some riff on stage. Yeah. I, you know. I, I don't know. I, it I, definitely lies. Like yeah. good lies in the moment. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Probably where you're like. I wasn't fucking that girl to the girlfriend, and then she's what? like, "Okay," and they're like, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One time, I like told the girl I had cheated on her while I was wasted, and I did it in a really funny way. So, like for a couple of days, she thought I was just kidding the whole time. Oh, really? So I was like, "But I was honest." Were you just doing the? <laughs> no, you were you just know? doing the finger through the circle finger yeah. thing, like the little poke through the finger. This is gonna sound terrible, but the, the way I got away with it was I did it through a. Uh, 
what I called slave talk. What? <laughs> yes. This sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> now I would just, just have, wait. Was just, this scene? Yeah. Do you is have this BDS- dreadlocks? <laughs> no, I didn't have. Is this BDSM slave talk? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you an out. I honestly just kept going to like I was wasted. And I was just going. I done messed up. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Disavow me from 2004. Redacted. <laughs> Holy shit. No, 2009. Uh, but still. And she's like, dude, that Jack is hilarious. <laughs> she thought she was from Northern New Hampshire, so yeah, she thought it was pretty hilarious until she found out I wasn't kidding. You know. <laughs> Damn, dude. I should not have repeated that one, man. Hey, don't worry about no, it. No, who cares? <laughs> That's um, funny. It, 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 I thought it was, like, hilarious at the time. I was like, I the can't. The cheating or the slave talk? The slave talk. <laughs> I was messed up about the cheating. And she was like. You could tell. You wanted to come clean, but you just couldn't come clean, like, saying, like, listen. Being honest. I've been unfaithful. You yeah. had to be like, well, I sure am sorry, miss. <laughs> I done made a mistake. Oh, yeah, I Jack Burke couldn't tell the truth, but Cody could tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's if only rough. you had some NZT, you know what NZT would have taught you? It would have said, hey, don't do that. Yeah. The yeah. dumbest part about this show is the fact that all the bad guys supposedly are also on NZT. Yes. Yeah. And, and they keep getting caught by the other guy, on the good guy on NZT. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, if they're on NZT, yes. why aren't they one step ahead of this fucker? You know, and there's actually... Uh, the you, you guys ever heard of the movie Arrival? Uh, yes. Uh, that yes. W- the guy who wrote that short story is a guy named Ted Chiang. He actually wrote probably the best short story that was about a guy with super intelligence that I've ever read. Okay. And in it, a guy gets like these, you know... Is this a, a common sci-fi trope? That you get super, super smart. smart. I think so. Think about like Sherlock, you know, that's about oh, okay. a guy that's like super yeah. smart, but it's also written by Dum Dum. So yeah. he's <laughs> smart in a, he's smart in a way that's more like he's psychic. He's like, than he's oh, yeah. he's sweating. Well, there's he a must lot be of, lying. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of Sherlocky stuff in this where it's just, he notices things and then jumps to conclusions. Yeah. Right, right. to be right. He's like, his finger's twitching. He must be cheating on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh, talking he's to talking slave, slave voice. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been unfaithful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that guy Ted Chiang, he wrote a story about a guy who gets super intelligent. He starts using that intelligence to manipulate stock markets and stuff like that. But then he realizes there's like one other guy in the world like him, and they inevitably st- come into a, a like a conflict. And it's very, Can very you, good. You guys do a, a role play of that? <laughs> of course. Well, yeah. All right. Um, oh, Dow Jones is up. I invested one million dollars. Well, I show am sorry. <laughs> the, I'm super intelligent, and I must kill you now. Well, why don't we just work together? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand your dialogue. <laughs> this is terrible. I got to stop. Uh, <laughs> Role play yeah, over. Why don't they work together, though? That's what I don't get. Uh, you know, because it's only there's only room for one dick and one dick in the pussy. You know, there's tons of pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, that probably is what the argument would be over. They both want the same lady. So in the show, they're trying to find. Speaking of the same lady, they're trying to find Piper. She's Piper. A, Piper. a sexy blonde that's yeah, Brian's yeah. girlfriend. I found that a distracting name, by the way. I don't know. If Piper. Do you know any Pipers in real life? No. No, I know the the one porn star Piper. Like, Piper Ann. Uh, I think her name's Piper Fieri or something. What? Yeah. Piper Fieri. God Fieri's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, but she um she has a very niche 
Piper is group. a very What's like on the nose porn name too. She's like Piper, <laughs> seventy pounds. I think that's sort oh, of the really? angle. Oh wow, it's very oh, disturbing. Okay. Don't very go small. be searching for Piper. Jeez, I bet you're into that. I bet there's a couple of videos where someone's talking to her in a certain certain dialects. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, no Piper, very distracting name, very weird, and yeah. Piper. He's he wants to save Piper, even though there's sexual tension between him and his partner the whole time. Yes, him and Rebecca, his the sexy Dexter. This is another thing about these shows that was coming out in the same thing. They would always have these shows where cops get helped by weirdos. Like there was the Mentalist. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. uh, there's numbers. All these sh- numbers. Yeah, it's like cops suck. They need freaks to do their job yeah. for them. I I kind of assume that this guy was an FBI agent who was like on the way. He was about to get fired. Sands. Yeah, the villain. Oh, Brian. Brian, the main character. Brian Finch. Brian Finch. He was about to get fired, and then they were like, Oh, we have this new drug we want to test out because, but this guy's a schmuck. We'll get, we'll try it on him. Yeah. Because if he dies, who cares? If he (laughs) dies, he dies. Exactly. So, would you be willing? Have you ever been like a guinea pig for a test like that? Yeah. What have you done? Uh, I did uh, a a snooze, which is a. That, chewing Europe, that European chewing, chewing tobacco yeah. packet stuff? Yeah. Nice. Really? I did that. Uh, did it make I you do? smarter? It did not make me <laughs> smarter. Did it make you dumber? It made me classier, I think. Oh. <laughs> but I heard that's not. a ton of nicotine in that. Really? Yeah, it made me feel pretty sick. Why did you... What was the benefit of taking it? paid me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they were like, do snooze for a week? They were trying to... No, put, it was like for like an hour. Oh, They cool. were trying to push snooze into the American markets a few years back. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, they were mm-hmm. tra- they had ads everywhere. Like snooze is the big thing. What's the difference between it's snooze like they, and it's like it's European. It's like chewing tobacco, but less gross. Yeah, because oh. it's think, like I think it was really pushed. I, this is my conspiracy theory: is that it was pushed by Big Mountain Dew because they felt <laughs> that their image was being hurt by all of the their bottles being filled with tobacco. We <laughs> 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 get this snooze. <laughs> that's spit. That's a good point. Yeah. That's true. You wouldn't have to spit on it. I don't, you know, I guess you're not supposed to spit. Mm. You're supposed to swallow it. Much better for you when you swallow the tobacco. Lessons spit. from yep. Piper. Mm-hmm. Lessons from Piper. Right. Porno Piper. <laughs> Piper is, uh, she's captured by the, the world. Legion, of, the Legion, Legion of, of Whom. The Legion of Whom. The NZT Criminal Cabal. Which mm-hmm. is like a very silly name for a group that is supposedly murdering people quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. uh, you know, very dark organization. That's true. They, they, they kill, uh, Multiple people. They they assassinate a Canadian head of state in the right. episode, and they're forcing another. They're forcing like a cop to do the assassinations because they've stolen his daughter. They've kidnapped his daughter as well, and this cop assassinates a Canadian head of state, and then uh, he admits that he's had a meeting with the head of the Legion of Whom, Sands, but he doesn't remember yeah. uh, enough to be useful. So. They give him some NZT. It's just hilarious. And in one of the weirdest missteps of the show, they don't show him take it. No. They just say like, well, here's the stuff he remembered. Yeah. Why would they do that? Why don't they show him taking it and then relaying the info as he remembers it? You could actually watch the show lose its budget in real time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was funny. It started off. That's like, probably very true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because the last like fifth, the last six minutes is just a bizarre like handheld shot of the guy walking around for no reason. Yeah, yes. probably right about that. I think. Yeah, and I, it wasn't Bradley Cooper in the first episode. Well, oh, I don't know. He might have been. Yeah, I think yeah. He but yeah, it was Bradley Cooper from The Hangover, though. So it was <laughs> oh, yeah. he was like, "Oh, I'm so fucked up <laughs> on NZT. I don't remember anything." And Give Mike, me some NZT. Mike, Mike Tyson punched him, knocked him unconscious. Oh, Mike and Tyson. 
he's he can't be with us right now. I know. He's in Portugal with it that. would be great if Mike Tyson could be with us, but he's stuck in. He's like I'm in Portugal with. I can't. Even, no, I can't even do it. I was gonna try to do a Mike Tyson voice, yes. but our expert Mike Tyson impersonator, unfortunately, <laughs> isn't here. Um, but no, that was also like there was. Um, so finally, they find out where the Legion of Whom is, and they go to like explore the place where it's found yeah they go and they they raid the legion of whom uh warehouse they're making nzt there drop your weapon now we both know the fbi is always interested in the bigger fish that's senator mora you had a deal to help us take senator mora down instead you tried to replace him as far as the fbi is concerned you are the big fish There'll be more dialogue Side soon. effects or not, this is it. This is the Legion of Whom's hideout. Saiyans and his people are inside. Am I supposed to just sit by and watch all this happen? I'm not saying I'm the superhero of the story per se, but maybe it's time to act <laughs> like one. Super Brian. Brian Poole. The Brunisher. Wolverine. Brunisher. That's actually not bad. Uh, yes, it is. It's Very really bad. bad. I think it's that really shows bad. the level of the writing room when they're like, they put that line in there when it, it's not that bad. It's horrifically bad. It's really yeah. bad, yeah. <laughs> they also like, that's a good clip because it shows that like Brian actually never gets involved with anything. You know, <laughs> he doesn't go into the building. Yeah. That's true. He, he doesn't go into the building. The explosion is ginormous, but also really low-rent CGI. <laughs> That's true. It, it, I just thought maybe it was another hallucination. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, it maybe you're been. right. But but what was hilarious about these... Ex- there's a huge explosion in this NZT lab, this underground NZT lab, and uh, his sidekick is, like, fine, even though at one point you see <laughs> fire go right like, by her face. envelop her body. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> she would have died, but uh, Dexter saved her. Oh, and, okay. And then fucked her. Yeah, because that was the end of that show, which I was think crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Incest. That's how that, oh, wait. Is De- that how that ended? Dexter ended her? with her being like, I love you. Yeah. And they were, she, he was like, you're my sister. Were they stepsisters? Or they were, they were yeah, yeah, they were stepsisters. They were step-siblings? Step-siblings. Yeah, well, actually, by the end of the show, Dexter had transitioned. Very brave of <laughs> yes. You know what? That's how. That's actually how he got... Uh, after he was caught, that's how he got away on off all of the charges. Yeah. Like, I'm trans. <laughs> yes. I live my life as a trans woman. <laughs> and then they're like, Well, what they, the free. parts of the show that they don't show you is when he would uh, murder those serial killers, he would wear their skin around and see who's <laughs> feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and he would be like, uh, Does, I think the trans community really hates uh, Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they think that's super inappropriate. Yeah, because there's like not, I don't think there's ever been a trans serial killer well then he's a pioneer isn't he (laughs) (laughs) come on (laughs) what the fuck that's that's actually good that goes into like um the cops are bad at their jobs they need uh somebody outside the cop world to do the job for them Mm -hmm. and in that case they needed a serial killer to do it yeah they needed super serial. yeah Yeah. why are the cops so bad yeah he was super smart yeah and like the taste of blood. Yeah. And yeah, and maybe he was on NZT. Yeah. Oh. And uh, a bad actor uh, after the first movie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hopkins? You're yeah. not a Hopkins fan? What about Elephant Man? He's good in mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, I think he's, he can be good. I just think he is. You think, a- you think stopped a- acting at a certain point, but just kept being in movies. What about Instinct with him and Cuba Gooding Jr.? Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, movie. that's a great movie. That's a movie where he was raised by gorillas and then they. <laughs> 
he Hopkins? Like, yes, dude. It's so insane. He's a gorilla man? I used to love it as kids. No, he was like a scientist who lost his mind working with gorillas, and then they bring him to jail. Congo. No, no, no. no it's called Instinct. And then Cuba Gooding Jr. is like trying to figure out what happened in that in the jungle. Really? And he like changes the whole vibe of the, the jail. It's fucking crazy. Huh. I, I, that it, sounds like I gotta watch that sometime. He jumps out of a window at one point, like hold, he's a gorilla. Hopkins. Hopkins is a gorilla man. <laughs> yes. He's been raised by gorillas. <laughs> yes. Do they put a Samsonite suitcase in his cage? You start smashing it apart like that famous commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. It is. Um, uh, but you know what? From a narrative standpoint, Red Dragon was about a serial killer who was turning, who wanted to be a dragon. Yeah. And then Silence of the Lambs was just about a guy who wanted to be a lady, yeah, which is about, kind of a step yeah, down. Not Lightning, really. Yeah. <laughs> he, I thought he wanted to be a lamb. Ooh, interesting. No, the lambs are from <laughs> Clarice's childhood. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. By the way, a little update. Uh, if you guys listen to the Patreon podcast, uh, we watched the first episode of shows you haven't seen. We watched both Hannibal and Westworld, and I've now watched all the entirety of both of those shows again since we watched them. Really? I've been on a TV kick lately. Damn. Westworld, I'm almost done with. Are you considering getting into Limitless? Uh, I might. Go, yeah, you know what? There hasn't been a show that we've covered here yet that I've gone back and watched, but one day, though, we'll come across one. Perhaps La Ruby. Maybe. <laughs> La, La well, Ruby. Tell a novella for you. That would be a good one. So what happens next is um, then with the, our main character, Brian Finch, he's like solved the case, but uh, his, his character is like... His uh, buddy, his partner, the chick from Dexter, she's like, oh, you got to get off this stuff. You're obviously losing your mind again. I'm bringing you to the detox. side effects are too much. Yes. And uh, then she, he goes in and he says, home. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he goes into this house with his dad and look who's there. Little Piper Fieri bent over <laughs> with 12 cocks. <laughs> <something out there. laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but it is Piper, the real Piper. <laughs> and real Piper. What does she say? She has she has uh, created a special serum that will block the NZT side effects from Brian forever. So he can he'll be able to take the NZT and get right. smart, but not suffer the side effects. Huge enabler, big time <laughs> problem. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I was thinking that a thing that they could have done, like, because they, you know, they need to know who's on this drug. These cops need to know who's on the NZT is that they could have just uh, referred to the evil group. Uh, you know, they could have said the, the Legion of Who. And then if someone was on the drug, they would be like, actually, it's the Legion of Who. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that's good. That's, that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. You should be in the writer's room. I really, I know. I wish I... You were definitely smarter than everybody let's who wrote Let's pretend show. we're in the writer's room right now. Brunisher. And it'll go Brunisher. Okay. That's not mm -hmm. too bad, actually. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Put it in the script. Okay. Um, what about... Brian Finnegan. What about <laughs> he starts talking kind of like a an old timey <laughs> sort of? What if he starts doing? Piper like accuses him of cheating, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts doing this bizarre sort of uh, minstrel show dialogue. Oh yeah, that, what do you think of that? So, uh, have you guys seen those uh, those trailers they show before uh, DVDs where they tell you not to download? Yeah, of course uh, I've seen those stuff. What if some of the scenes in the show looked like that? You know? <laughs> what if he gets when he gets really smart, he looks like those ads that tell you 
Yeah. Did they show him being really the only thing they showed him being really smart was he took the NZ Teal pill and then one of the guys says a name that's a Canadian prime and he's like, like he's like I know who I that know is. that is that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. basically it and then he's like oh yeah and I know where he might be staying because there's probably traffic usually <laughs> yeah it's very that that's another thing about the show by the end of it you realize like the government is they're making their own NZT to use yes. with like people like cops and government officials and stuff but they're trying to get people to stop using it outside the government and it's like. Who am I rooting for by the end of this? Wow, that's a very interesting layered look at the show. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, I mean, I thought... You're coming up from an anti-government sort of Clevin Bundy I'm a bit of an anarchist. Yeah, I don't think that NZT should be illegal necessarily, but I think it should be decriminalized. (laughs) (laughs) No way, dude. Then we're going to have fucking NZT cupcakes, (laughs) and it'll go out to the Boston Common. Everyone's going to be on fucking NZT. And they're going to be like fucking so wicked smart. Do you think being smart makes you a better lover? Uh, no. From my experience, it makes you much worse. Because I'm <laughs> very intelligent, but horrific in bed. <laughs> what about you, Rob? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's it can help. I don't know. I mean, I've our, never, like, our I, co-host went to, co- went to Harvard. I mean, he fucks horrible. That's true. <laughs> that's so true. He's not around right now to defend yeah, himself. But that's so true. You've heard him. I don't think I've ever uh, made love to any real dum-dums. So it's hard to well. I kind of think if they're having love with you, then they hey. might be kind of dumb. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just kidding. I hate to do that to a guest to roast a guest. That's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Deepak Chopra moment. Ooh, yeah, a moment from the show that you really, really enjoyed, even if you didn't like <laughs> the show that much. And I'm gonna go. I'll go ahead and go first. My Deepak Chopra moment was when you told me that Rebecca was on Dexter. I did not realize <laughs> that that was the lady from Dexter. That's pretty cool. I watched a lot you, of that she's show. She's got a very unique look. I'm surprised she's, you didn't know. She's notice. got the long face. She does. Have, yeah, whenever she walks into a bar, <laughs> long face. That's pretty cool. I mean, I watched uh, a lot of Dexter. I really was a fan of the show for a while. She's it's a homewrecker, cool. dude. She is married. The actress? She, she, yeah, one of the guys from the Avit Brothers. She, he was married a long time, and then she swooped in. The, the, the Ooh, little Angelina Jolie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith actually. Yeah, like very much more low stakes. Damn. Angelina Jolie Imagine situation. when he had to confess to his wife that he cheated on her with her. <laughs> yeah, what kind of voice do you use? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He probably did it like an Irish one or maybe an Indian one. That would have been good. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Oh, my girl, my girl. <laughs> uh, my Indian's not as good. Again, our impressionist he, yeah. is out of town. Yeah. Right? He could have done it in like a Mike Tyson voice. <laughs> you know? Oh. Like, uh, yeah, like you could have been like, look, I'm sorry that I did that bad thing. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have done that, but I mean, we all make mistakes, and I think that, you know, I got I just got to get my head back in the game with this relationship, and I'm going to go in there swinging. <laughs> And I think that, you know, it's uh, wow. you know, I'm a competitor, and I think that, you know, I've been competing in this relationship, and I think I can, that I can win. Brazil's been <laughs> replaced. <laughs> Goodbye, Brazil. <laughs> wow, so we'll have to try to get you back on so you can do dueling Mike Tyson's. <laughs> we will. We'll call you in for a duel Mike Tyson's. That'll go down in history as our most irritating segment <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Rob, what's your Deepak Chopra moment? I think my my favorite part of the show was there's a part where it's towards the end. The uh, the lady cop is talking to uh, to the Brunisher and says... <laughs> She's, she says, when I first met you, I didn't like you or whatever. And she says, uh, 
she says, I didn't like your metal music and, yeah. your, and your animal sweaters. And then he says, you didn't like my animal sweaters? And she said, no, not all of them. <laughs> and it's such a strange line and it's such a strange delivery. <laughs> you didn't like my animal sweaters? No, not all of them. Uh, like, it's so weirdly, it's like, she's like, I'm trying to say something, you're interrupting me, and I'll, so I'll give you an answer, but like, I'm not, like, you're, this is annoying that you're interrupting. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's very dismissive nice. and just a strange answer. The whole show is very strange. Like, my yeah. Tupac Chopra moment sort of falls in line with that. There's nothing very likable about the show, but there's some funny, like, there's funny-ish moments in the grand scheme. Like, the scene where he fig- he, he spends a whole night Deciding why there's this this problem with Greenland and Canada. Yes. And he builds this huge set, basically, yeah. of like what's going on. He's got papers everywhere. And then it's it's very silly. It's just simply that an iceberg is going to break and it's the new canal. And it's, I thought that was like funny. It's like, this means nothing. This is so unimportant. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they put a ve- but they acted like it was hu- super high stakes. So I don't know. I like that. I thought that was cool. Good che- good Deepak Chopra moment. Yeah. All, but so, my real Deepak, Deepak Chopra moment, though, getting to do a podcast with Rob Green today. Oh, Thanks for coming wow. on the podcast, That's Rob. very kind of yes. you. Oh, and can I just... Uh, end, are we ending right now? No, 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 no we, we gotta, gotta do okay. right. Oh, well, I just want to say the the last line of this. Should I not wait to discuss this? No, go ahead, go ahead. This the is the last time. line may be one of the most embarrassing final lines of anything. Yes, I've because after seen. all the action, uh, the uh, Brian Finch, he's walking around with the like his, the Brunisher. <laughs> he's walking around the FBI offices with like a with a with like his phone and just like like fucking selfie talking. Yeah, everybody. yeah. Oh, I guess I mean right before this, right before this, oh. when it's like really like the. The, it's basically ending. Yeah. And she says, we're going to have a squad that we're going to investigate stuff. And oh. he says, squad goals. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was That's horrible. right. When they're sitting, they're standing on the roof looking out onto the New York City that will soon be under their control with the NZT. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and even sooner, underwater after that iceberg melts in Canada. Goodbye. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Socially <laughs> conscious hero. Okay, <laughs> let's do role play. Role play. I'll be um. I'll be Meeks, the scumbag NZT dealer. I'll be Piper. <laughs> oh, I love this idea. Um, can I be the guy that looks like uh that looks like Paul Rubin when he got arrested for <laughs> masturbating in a theater that jumped out of a window? That guy. <laughs> okay. Is that Pee Wee Herman? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. That could be Pee Wee. I think that totally works. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Hey. Hey. Hey, me, young Miss. I got some. I got some NZT. You want to buy some NZT? Yeah, how much does it cost? Well, normally it costs a hundred bucks a pill, but whoa! Let me tell you something, Piper. I like the way you look. Yeah, and I want to give you a special discount. Oh, what does that mean? I mean, I want you to <laughs> perform some sexual favors for oh, a discount oh, on the NZT. See, I need the NZT because I'm so <laughs> dumb. I couldn't even think of that. Yo, man, this, this bitch is dumb <laughs> as hell, isn't she? Guys, I think there's some cops in the general vicinity. Why don't we all just jump out these windows? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. They don't have a, they don't have a, they don't have a, a We're not going to jump but get one. We're they not going to jump out a window. we got to jump out the windows, No, guys. we're not going to jump out a window. Let's just jump out the windows. No, Jesus, no. The cops are in the general area. Okay, You're making her nervous. You're making I like where your head's at. No, it's don't listen to her. These cops from going to a courthouse, getting a warrant, coming Piper, back and arresting Piper, all of us. Take this NZT pill. <laughs> <laughs> You're very loud when you take the pill. Hmm. Oh my goodness! Uh, the Magna Carta, 1932. <laughs> 1932 checks out. Whoa! It really worked. That pill's really working. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I'm seeing things so quickly. Uh, t- uh, 90 degrees is a triangle. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the 
this drug really works. Quentin <laughs> Piper, you guys now, that you're on the, now that you're on the pill, yeah. I have to tell you something. I cheated on my boyfriend, <laughs> and I need to know the perfect accent that will sort of soften the okay. blow when I tell him what's, me, what's wrong. Let me just digest Dr. Root's book real quick. Whoa, you read that so oh, wait, fast. That didn't have an answer. I need to read. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What you want to do is be honest. <laughs> oh, but also lie if you must. Piper, you owe me a blowjob for that, by the way, that <laughs> pill I gave you. Okay, get over here. Okay, here we go. Oh, mum, 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 mum. <laughs> oh that feels so good. Hey, Pee-wee, stop, stop jerking off. <laughs> I can't help it. It's my nature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, I think it's weighing down. I feel stupider. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, what year was the Magna Park Carter signed? <laughs> 40? No, oh, no, no, no. But you actually you were closer this time. <laughs> you were actually closer this time than you were before. <laughs> All right, I think that's probably the role play. <laughs> that sounds good. Yes. Uh, what do you give the show? Uh, I give this. This is a real bad show. Yeah. You mm-hmm. took kind of an interesting movie and you tried to make a police procedural out of it. Uh, I give this a two. Yeah, yeah, two's about two, right. It's bad. Two for me Wow, as well. nice. Unanimous two. two. This is a number two, if you ask me. A bunch of shit. <laughs> Good night, America.